Real Chills is a podcast of true paranormal stories hosted by Meg Getz and Alyssa Truskowski. Two comics who want to know more about the strange shit that goes on in the world. This podcast episode is eight hours long. And it's mostly about television. Welcome to Real Chills Podcast. Today, our guest is Megan Chalastri, and they're here to tell us their story. Yes, so I have sleep paralysis and see things while I'm having sleep paralysis. Um, the reason that I think that this is a paranormal thing is that it only has happened to me in certain locations, but it happens repeatedly in those oh. locations. Mm. So um, when I was a little kid I lived in like this like little split level house and I had a room upstairs that had like this old wood panel walls and I would fall asleep and then wake up and not be able to move and I would see this like old lady I feel like in Uh. like mythology terms you could call her a hag Mm. (laughs) like that specific or a crone Mm -hmm. Like, that kind of imagery. I would see her all the time. And the weird thing was, I would see her when I had sleep paralysis, like, standing in my doorway, but also on the wood paneling on the walls. Like, you know how there's always those weird knots in wood paneling? There was one that looked like her. Mm. Uh. So I used to, like, have this nightmare all the time. And my mom, like, thought it was, like, little kid stuff because we moved out of that house when I was like maybe eight and then it stopped and it never happened again. And we like moved twice. Nothing happened. I like stopped seeing stuff. So for like years, cause then I moved into South Philly when I was 23, about 15 years had passed with nothing happening. And I would wake up and not quite have sleep paralysis cause I could move mm-hmm. and I would wake up and like, just like hit my partner at the time to wake her up because I would see this giant spider demon. What? Yes. It was always in the window. We had four windows in our bedroom and it was always in one specific window. I couldn't figure out like, like I would like try to see it again after I was already awake to see if I could like make out the shadows of it and see why my brain did that. And I could never find anything like nothing that resembled this weird spider monster that I would see all the time. And then we moved out of that apartment and again, everything stopped. I'm chilling now. The last few houses I've lived in have not had demons, but I did sage the one I currently live in to make sure I wouldn't have any demons. But the weirdest one that like reoccurs happens at my stepmom's house, which is also weird because they also, my stepmom and stepsister also have ghost stories about their house. And it started in their old house. They used to live in Longport, New Jersey, and then moved to Margate. So like two little beach towns. And I had the same sleep paralysis in both houses. So I think something followed them. Probably because they keep having seances and pissing off the ghosts. That'll do it. <laughs> but I think the weirdest thing about this one is that I don't wake up. Like, so it's not really sleep paralysis. It's like a reoccurring night terror. Mm-hmm. And in this night terror, I'm like stuck on like a table, like a medical type table. And there's somebody staring at me. And it's always the old man from the NBC sitcom Superstore. <laughs> which I can't explain. Great. 
<laughs> but I have this like reoccurring dream all the time. And apparently I scream in my sleep when I have it because my stepmom heard me and did nothing. <laughs> she was just like, I think Megan's fine. <laughs> Even though I consistently scream in my sleep when I'm sleeping on her couch. Those are my sleep paralysis stories. Thank you so much. Those yeah. are scary. Yeah. We have questions. I have a lot of questions. Great. Ask away. I want to know, what did the spider demon look like? Like, can you describe? Yes. Because I hate spiders. So, kind of like, if you picture, like, one of, like, the big spiders from, like, Harry Potter or yeah, Lord of the okay. Rings. Uh-huh. However, you know how, like, normally spiders have, like, the big bottom and then the head? This, like, just has this circle. Okay. So, like, there's no head. It's just the big circle part. It's that weird, so it's, like, bottom part. Yeah. spider top part is human. Right. We're acting, yeah, like, it's kind of just, like, a circle with, like, legs. Which, actually, if you read into, like, I'm really into Catholic mysticism. Cool. Um, And if you read stuff about, like, what angels actually supposedly look like they kind of look like that like really weird demon things so maybe it's an angel yeah maybe <laughs> but i yeah i think like the humanoid angels are like a renaissance invention wow hmm. wow i just imagine what i can only describe as mcgruff the crime dog <laughs> <laughs> does yeah. it have eyes because i just imagine like a human dog anthropomorphic body but then just the head is it's a spider, spider body yeah but there's no human body it's just spider mm. oh, God. and like clung to the window oh my mm. god no like it's on fucking american ninja warrior <laughs> <laughs> Scaling the wall. it's good it was just practicing <laughs> that's so setting <laughs> doing parkour i think it'll be fine mm. That is really unsettling, though. And you couldn't, like, recreate it when you woke up? No. I could never recreate it or, like, figure out. Because, like, I also know, like, sometimes you wake up and you think you see something, and then you'll just be like, oh, that shadow looked like a bear. Mm -hmm. But, like, I couldn't logically parse it together. Mm. How old were you when you first had a night terror at your stepmom's house? Because they lived in two places. Yeah, that was relatively recent. Oh, was, so so this just started recently. Yeah, okay. I was college age when I first started having night terrors there. So Superstar wasn't... Are you talking about the person who used to be in Kids in the Hall? As the old man no, from Superstore? Who there's, is, there's like an old Asian man on Superstore. Okay. And I like only recently placed him as this man. Wow. But I've been seeing the same old man. For years. For years. And now they're just appearing on Superstore. Yeah. <laughs> now they're just terrorizing there. <laughs> yeah. Great. It's very weird because yeah. also he doesn't talk on that show or in My Night Terrors. Mm-hmm. So. Have you Googled that actor? No. I should, but I haven't. We'll we'll do that at some point, yeah, maybe we'll after this. We'll put in the show notes. <laughs> we'll the the show notes. Who the actor is that I see just staring at me <laughs> while I'm magically stuck on a medical table in my dreams. Yeah, footnote, after the recording, we looked it up. There is no actor <laughs> who's an old Asian man on Superstore. Never <laughs> it's only something that Megan can see. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I need to stop recommending that show to people. (laughs) The knots on the wood paneling is a real thing. So were you seeing the image of 
the hag crone figure in the knots before he started having sleep paralysis visions of it or so that started so early I don't remember got it wow because like I was still at an age where I was like sleeping in a not a crib but right. like a, a small bed with sides mm-hmm. okay so yeah. I honestly don't know which one came first my grandmother the house that she and my grandfather lived in had those sliding French doors that were that wood like panel. Mm-hmm. And there was a, an image of a figure. And I was like, how can you watch that sleep? And she's like, it's Jesus watching over me. Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it crazy. looked like, it kind of looked like a Virgin Mary type robed figure. Sit and, you know, so she was just wow. like, well, I just pretend it's Jesus. Whatever you gotta do, Did I you guess. Know. Your grandma think that, like, her door was the Shroud of Turin? Like, <laughs> yeah. what's happening? I mean, she was a little bit more... <laughs> Like, critical. She's just like, no, it's just a weird, like, you know, it's from the wood, but I like to think of it this way. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, but I think seeing things in wood is like, that feels like a real thing that happens to people all the time. Mm-hmm. There's always, do you remember how in the late 80s, early 90s, there was people who were into, like, the sponge, marble, yes. decor, yeah. yes, like, wallpaper? Yes, like, sponge paint their walls. Yeah, I mean, I always would see different, like, images if I would look at one of those patterns for too long, but that's just like seeing things in clouds. I heard right. that. I've heard. I read that your mind naturally wants to find faces and things. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's called in, something. Right? Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't read that much. But <laughs> it's like it's like a thing that your your mind does. Yeah, that's why we faces. like see always see faces in like ovens and like, yeah. dumb stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, like, like cars. Slots. Like you see how like cars smile at you. Sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So your your stepmom does seances. Can you can you talk more? About, like, is it just for fun? Is she actually trying to bring the apocalypse? So I don't think she's trying to bring the apocalypse mm-hmm. because like she's just a person that likes to throw a good party. Oh wow! Oh. So like her and her daughter <laughs> wow. lived together for a while, and they would like uh-huh. hear things in the attic and be like, "Our friend Stephanie does seances. Let's have Stephanie <laughs> over. We're gonna buy a case of beer." That's adorable. Oh, oh she's the best. I <laughs> That also sounds though how I've gotten roped into those like passion parties. Right? Yeah. Where they're like, my friend sells the best sex. Oh, there's toys. no multi-level marketing happening. Okay. Oh, okay. It. It's just, just black elaborate parties <laughs> where we summon demons. Wow. Yeah. Has anything have you been to any of those? I haven't. I've never been able to make it to one and I'm very upset about it. Yeah. Wow. I would love to know what the, like what happens at a real seance. Do they fuck with Ouija boards? Yeah, they use a oh, Ouija board. No. <sighs> okay, so I have really mixed feelings on Ouija boards mm-hmm. because like I do believe they can work, but I feel like people are also always like, "Don't fuck with Ouija boards," and I'm like, "I bought this at KB Toys. It's fucking fine." <laughs> From KB like this was made yeah. by Mattel. Yeah. If anything's gonna get us, it's the lead in the ink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The thing with Ouija boards, I wanted to use Ouija boards so badly, but could never get enough friends (laughs) who were on board to do do it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So I had the opposite problem where like all of the people I thought were my friends in grade school used Ouija boards all the time and they just didn't invite me to their sleepovers. (gasps) So like I had the friends doing the Ouija board, Mm. but like apparently they were my friends and I wasn't their friend. You know, you can make Ouija boards. Yeah. It doesn't, that's why, like, Mattel can do it, like, because it doesn't matter what, like, if you just wrote it, like, on a piece of paper and started, like, summoning stuff, it would work just the same. Yeah, I think, I remember reading somewhere 
but it was probably Twitter, so like don't count this as a real <laughs> fact. That it's like the thing, the crystal that you use oh, to view it. That's like the magic object, that's not the board. Oh, yeah. I thought it was just the energy because I know people just turn glasses upside down, like water glasses. Oh. Yeah, I think they just have to be real glass or crystal. Oh, like you can't do it with like a plastic like a cup. Plastic cup. Yeah. Well, Parker Brothers just uses plastic. <laughs> See, so I think if you get a Parker Brothers one, you're safe. <laughs> You gotta go Mattel. Let's go to Toys R Us. Yeah, whatever. You're just summoning the mass-produced demons, is what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Not the, like, good, the, like, the good the ones. Quality. The bougie demons. Yeah. I think that demons. explains why so many, like, seventh graders get Ouija boards and then just only summon ghosts they call their friends fat. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Oh, my goodness. Well, great story. Yeah, that was awesome. Megan, your story talked uh, about a lot of things with sleep paralysis, but you also mentioned Twitter, which is where our story today originates. Great. I love a haunted internet. Yeah. (laughs) For you listening out there, this story might be familiar to you, but we want to take a look at the whole story arc of Dear David. (laughs) Did you follow Dear David as it was happening? I think you sent me Dear David. You sent it to me. So I started so, following yes. it after a while, but yeah. I'm pretty sure it was because you sent it. Oh, the, yeah. the night, oh, I remember when you, I think you had messaged me that you couldn't sleep. It was at night, and I read it all at night and then still couldn't sleep. <laughs> I was so scared I'd have nightmares. I think you told me about Dear David, we were on that improv team that practiced in that abandoned-ass warehouse. Oh, <laughs> oh that sounds good. That's, yeah. Nice. Dear David. So, if you're not familiar, Dear David is the maybe real-life ghost story slash maybe it's a creepypasta just trolling us in real time told by Adam Ellis, a cartoonist who at the time was working for BuzzFeed. Uh, Okay, so we here at Real Chills, we're on board when people tell us they have paranormal stories, but we're also smart people. Somewhat. Yeah, we're we're educated idiots. (laughs) (laughs) So we like to approach anything that feels like a native marketing campaign with some kind of critical thinking, right? But this is worth talking about. This happened in our generation. Right. Also, the thing worth noting, because, like, I think the Dear David post on BuzzFeed happened around the same time as the breaking story about Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Oh, wow. So, like, I think it just lends some credibility because, like, that was definitely a real story that BuzzFeed broke. Yeah. 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 True crime, which I feel like is the sister of paranormal. Yeah. 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 The of the maybe true crime genre. <laughs> Crimes against uh physics and the laws of nature. And we'll definitely talk about BuzzFeed more because I think that does come into play when we get to the end of the arc. But this all started in the summer of 2017. Adam was living in his Brooklyn apartment where things started happening. Adam also suffers from sleep paralysis. And one night he was having a sleep paralysis, I don't know, moment? What do you call it? Episode? Episode, yeah. I think. Series? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, he was having a sleep paralysis episode, and he saw the figure of a child sitting in a chair in his room. It started approaching him, getting closer and closer. Adam, he couldn't move. He was having sleep paralysis. And it got right up on him, basically. And then Adam woke up screaming alone in his room. Oh, that's so scary. <laughs> Yeah, how close, what was the closest a thing, an entity got to you during sleep paralysis? Not very close. Mm. For me, it's always 
So something weird that I actually just realized right now is it's always in like a space that could be considered a portal. Wow. Like the spider was always at a window. Wow. The old crone lady was always at a doorway. Huh. That's interesting. Cool. I've had, um, I have sleep paralysis as well. And I've had it where like I felt like I was being threatened, but it's always like disembodied voices. It's not ever, I never see the person. Oh, interesting. I never hear anything. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Together. Yeah. 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 Megan. <laughs> when your powers combine. Yeah. 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 In fact, it almost always happens in complete silence, uh, which is weird. That's I, worse. It's also weird because I live yeah. in the city, so like there's always noise. Yeah. But when it's happening, I don't hear anything. I just have dreams about ex-boyfriends. <laughs> that's really what it comes down. Or that I'm stuck in a mall. Demons. Yeah. <laughs> Give me demons any day. Please. <laughs> so getting back to Adam, at first it was just things happening when he was sleeping. He had a dream afterwards, soon afterwards, where a girl asked him if he had seen Dear David. She told him, and I quote, you saw him. He's dead. He only appears at midnight, and you can ask him two questions if you say, Dear David, first. But never try to ask him a third question, or he'll kill you. <gasps> what? Yeah. This is my first moment of too much lore to be true. Right? Yeah. 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 I mean, who is this girl? And why do you get wishes with a ghost? Why are we talking about men? Like, we should be talking about this girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who is this? First of all, as a feminist, <laughs> I want to know more about her story. What's right, so she appeared in a dream, right? Yes, yeah. in a library, in a dream. And she's like a good guy. Like, if David's the bad guy, because yeah. she's warning him. She's like, here's what's going to happen. And I guess so. I just feel like the thing that sticks in my mind is I'm just like, well, what a shitty genie, right? Like, that's what I think of David. Yeah. Like, oh, at least with the fun. genie, you get three wishes. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, I feel like, at least it is my belief that ghosts are around to communicate. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, why why would this boy ghost limit you to two things? Yeah. Or else, like, why is he hanging around? I've never really pondered the idea that ghosts are here to communicate. That's interesting. I want to think about that. So I think it's also, if you want to get, like, super nerdy about it, I think it's then the difference between, like, a ghost, a demon, mm-hmm. a poltergeist, yes. and, like, a Dybbuk, like our friend Zach Baggins has in his museum. <laughs> if David is real, I think he's a demon and not a ghost. Okay. Interesting. That's a really good point. Yeah. I mean, one of the things I think about, too, not to get too sidetracked, but with ghosts, I also, where do you put in just, like, energy echoes? Like, apparitions that maybe aren't trying to communicate. They're just stuck in a loop of time. Oh, I would stick that in as a ghost. Okay. Like, as a subgroup of ghosts. Also, some ghosts are vengeful. So that was my way of reasoning it, is, like, maybe that's just his way. Like, he's he's trying to trick you up. Like... I just think if he'd be vengeful, he'd be more serious about it. Yeah. It'd just kill he's me. He's a child, though. <laughs> Maybe this is the best thing you can do. I'm just going to annoy you because I'm, I'm six. Yeah. Have you ever been told a riddle by a child? It's like, <laughs> they're not this good. Yeah. I also want to know how old this girl was approximately. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. I want more about the dream. Yeah. I also weirdly thought, when I, like, remembered the story, I thought that happened to him in real life. That, like, this girl just came oh. up to him at a library. Oh. Which made it weirder. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, and just to backtrack, we all were reading it in real time. I think we caught up like pretty early. We yes. jumped in. So there was this information. And then every couple weeks, we'd see new tweets or new like threads that were telling us more information. So it was really interesting in, to see how it was unfolding. Also, why wasn't this guy tweeted about anything else in between? Oh, he yeah. was. Oh, really? Oh, really? I feel like he but it was always just like promoing his cartoon. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what I remember is that he would post the cartoons because he worked for BuzzFeed as a cartoonist. Okay. So I remember some of that in between or like posting pictures of food. I, I just remember him tweeting him viciously little. Yeah. My Twitter is just like retweeting when I get tagged though. You know, the thing too is that he, when Storify was still a thing, he had a Storify at the top, so I would only ever just look at the Storify. Oh, okay. I would skip it. So maybe there was some That might be what that. I think, you know. Yeah. yeah. We can look back. I mean, it's still, his Twitter feed is still there, mm-hmm. intact, so people can still check it out. He sees this girl. She gives him this ominous warning. Time passes. At some point later, Adam meets Dear David again in his dream. One thing to note about this kid who appears in the dream or during sleep paralysis, is that half of his head is smashed in. Yeah. It's rough looking. Adam asks him the following questions in this dream that he has with Dear David. Dear David, how did you die? Dear David responds, an accident in a store. He then says, Dear David, what happened in the store? A shelf was pushed on my head. Then, like a dummy who can't follow the rules, Adam asks the third question, (laughs) who pushed the shelf? And then as he realizes, he asked a third question. Ed didn't say, Dear David. Right, exactly. (laughs) Yes. I know. Freaking all the rules. But he wakes up. I also, this was the part for me that I was like, this is fake. Because these are not the questions I would ask a ghost. What would you ask a ghost? Yeah, I would be like, what is your full name and birth date? What is your social security number? Yeah, yeah. Like, I just steal this ghost handle. handle. (laughs) No, I just, I want, I want something that I can, like, verify in the real world. Like, oh, you think, what store? Where exactly is the store? You know what I mean? Right. He's like, who pushed it? It could have just fallen on its own. Like, these are not... When this was happening, I was like, I bet that girl pushed it. That was the thought that I had. Oh. Oh. I really thought this was going to be about this girl in the dream and dear David. And I was, I am here for this. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought those... You guys thought those were, like, reasonable questions? Like, y'all Not really. I I think I agree with you, because, like, I would have been looking for, like, more verifiable information. Yeah. But if you're in a dream, like, we've all done really stupid things in dreams. Yeah. Yeah, I had a dream the other night that I kissed a local comic, and as a result, 40 <laughs> people died. <laughs> I thanos the comedy scene. <laughs> so where's that comic? We gotta get it can still happen. together. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. I actually, I had a dream uh, that I was like, I wasn't even, nothing even weird happened, but that I like, I was flirting with this podcast person that I listened to. And I was so freaked out when I woke up that I couldn't listen to the podcast that day. I was like, no, I'm not. It was weird. It was a weird dream. Anyway. I had a dream I was trapped in the mall again. Yeah. The reoccurring dream that I have. That sounds good. That sounds like a good one. That's honestly, malls are my happy place. I really just am shopping in my brain. That's what I'm doing. Let's be honest. (laughs) To get to Dear David, here's just a list of things that happened during the course of this. Because there's so much to cover. We're just going to... Chunk it out. You know, after this time, Adam starts researching similar deaths. He can't find anything related to anybody named David, Dylan, anything adjacent to it. 
he moves upstairs to the apartment above him in the same building. It's a little bit bigger, and he sort of forgets about it. But then out of nowhere, his cats start acting strange constantly. Um, they're, it's always at midnight. There's something in the hallway. The cats are at attention. And it's really kind of bothering him because it happens consistently day after day. That's the thing that really freaks me out. Because I also think that, like, cats and ki- like, not necessarily just cats, animals and kids, I think, are, like, more in tune to this kind of stuff yeah, because, like, they the... can't logic it away. Yeah. 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 And they're more sensitive, too. They pick up on things that we're just, like, going along with whatever we have anxiety-wise for me, just, like, in my brain I'm thinking about. But they take notice of their surroundings. And the cats are, you know, this happens consistently every night at midnight, which, you know, apparently is a time that's significant for dear David. He starts taking pictures. He starts showing videos on his Twitter feed of just the cats acting weird, different things happening. The one thing that did kind of make me feel, ugh, but also I was really watching the video carefully to see if he was changing things out, was he would he was taking pictures with a Polaroid camera and he took a picture of, the hallway where the weird things seemed to be happening that the cats were paying attention to, and the Polaroid turned out black. Mm -hmm. And not just regular black, because he tested that maybe his finger was over the lens, and it was extra dark compared to what it looked like when the light was shut out Mm -hmm. with his finger. And then later, do you you see the video where he took the picture and then, like, showed it as it was developing and it turned out black? And then, with it still recording, he took another one and it was fine. Yeah. To prove that. On his phone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also, when you like buy the Polaroid film, it's white, isn't it? It is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And he he opened one of the, I because I reread the whole thing recently, he opened a package to see if it had not worked, and the roll of film that he was developing off of, he had taken other pictures around his right, apartment with. Right, right, yeah. So it was, it was weird. That part I was intrigued with, because the only thing is a sleight of hand trick to switch out the Polaroid, that's the only thing I could think of that would be different, but it would also have to be developing at the same time. Mm -hmm. Right. So, I don't know. That one was, like, a head-scratcher for sure. Um, But he starts taking pictures. He hears noises, thinks he's seeing things. He takes other photos, and people are speculating, because at this time he's getting tons of Twitter followers who are weighing in. And he's like, does this look like a face, like, outside of the keyhole? Is there something by the banister? All these different things happen. He's just kind of sharing it as they come up. There's long chunks where nothing really happens, which is the other thing. It does kind of drag out over time, and sometimes he just checks in and is like, hey, nothing's going on right now. Things are fine. Life's good. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there's just, like, 20 tweets that are telling the next part. He starts using modern surveillance techniques after some of the stuff with the cameras. So he did a sound recording app where anytime a sound would happen while he was sleeping, right. it would record it. That came back with some interesting like instances. He also got a pet camera because he was planning to go away on a long trip and wanted to check on the cats. So he was testing it out. What and- a nerd. Yeah. I know. Your cat's fucking fine. <laughs> I know the cats the whole time. I mean, I would be worried about my cats getting haunted by this ghost, right? Oh, While I'm good. gone, see if they do some weird thing. But he gets this pet recording system that when it detects motion, it'll do like a 15 second video until the motion stops. And two different things happened that were really creepy and kind of like make me like get the shivers. One of them was the rocking chair. Do you remember the rocking chair started moving? Yeah. Uh, and he would post these like 15 second these. images. Yeah. Or 15 second videos. I will also say rocking chairs as a concept are creepy. 
Agreed. Rocking but they're comfortable. Are, they're comfortable, but they're always haunted. <laughs> they make the worst noise. They squeak. I love a good rocking chair. <laughs> you know what it's going to be, though? As we get older, it's going to be like the Lazy Boy recliner is haunted. It right? just rocks on its own. <laughs> the other one that was really interesting was when there was a video. Nothing really is happening. And then all of a sudden, the turtle shell that's hanging on the wall just falls. That one was also just like, ugh, that phone felt bad when yeah, I watched it. Yeah. These different things are happening. He salts and smudges the house. People are reaching out. Like, people who probably like Zach Baggins want to come and, like, do a ghost investigation. Oh God, they should have let Zach Baggins do that. Uh, I know. He would have pissed off that little boy ghost so bad. <laughs> <laughs> he just would have bullied it, right? Yeah, he would have yeah. bullied it oh, so yeah. bad. Yeah. I have never watched the Zach Baggins person. I'm so intrigued. <laughs> oh, but I just I just so imagine nice. it's the Jersey Shore ghost hunting. You're not that far off. It's pretty accurate. But yeah. like one of the tamer Jersey Shore guys. Okay. Like yeah. it's not the situation ghost hunting. It's like Vinny ghost yeah. hunting. Yeah. I watch Vinny ghost hunt. Yeah. After Vinny and Pauly D are done finding love, if they <laughs> want to do a ghost show, I'm so down. I would watch that, yeah. <laughs> I will. With their new loves. Can, oh my, yes. It'd be perfect. Yeah. I will contribute to that Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just sold a show. <laughs> so Adam does all the things that any of us would do. He smudges the house. He, salt, he pours salt on it. He dreams of Dear David randomly. Um, and he starts seeing more things happen in real life. Different moments or images from his dreams he starts catching awareness of in the daytime, which you can say, like, that's probably his, like, you know, his conscious, his subconscious is, like, connecting to his consciousness, right. and so now he's, like, happening to see these things happening. So I have other weird dream stuff that I forgot to mention in the first part. Yeah, go ahead. So, like, this one time I had a dream that I was in college, and all of a sudden, like, people burst into my college like, into my classroom and started shooting all of my classmates, execution mm. style. Oh, no. And then I woke up and, like, I listened to NPR every morning because I'm boring. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the news, there was a college, I believe, in Afghanistan that had a mass shooting and a bunch of people were shot execution style Whoa. in the college. But, like, it happened while I was sleeping. Wow. That's so, crazy. wow. I, like, yeah. And so I, like, kind of believe in, like, that weird, weird yeah, right, like, yeah, dream connection wow. thing. That's super interesting. That's spooky. Right? I should have brought that up earlier. I forgot about that <laughs> until just yeah. now. So do you think if I have a dream about my ex-boyfriend that he's going to want to get back together with me? I'm just asking questions <laughs> about dreams. What happens in the I don't have the dream. Did you get back together? I don't know. We're in the mall. <laughs> literally all I dream about is like my ex-boyfriends are being in the mall. mall. All right. Anyway, here's to hoping. (laughs) Different things happen. The lights are starting to flicker in his new apartment. Bulbs are burning out when they shouldn't be. Then he notices the weird hatch in the hallway. It's above the stairs leading up. So it's not reachable from just like getting a little stair, uh, a step stool and then just popping up. He has to get a telescopic uh, pole to open this thing because it's, more than 10 feet really higher. High yeah. The There's yeah. a diagram. You can see it. We'll post it in the show notes, uh, the link. You can see the diagram. But when he opens the hatch, the kid's shoe falls out. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. A little yeah. kid shoe. Yeah. The I kid's shoe falls out. Oh, hate that. I forgot about that. I hate it. <laughs> well, I think the whole hatch thing started, too, because he heard noises above him. And yeah. he was like, well, you can't get on the ceiling. Or you can't get into the roof. 
And then when he walked down the stairs, he noticed there was dirt from where the hatch was that had, like, yeah. seemed like it came from the hatch. at first he was like, I'm just imagining things, because there's no, he didn't think there was any space between the sling and the roof. Right. And then he saw the hatch. And it could have been squirrels. Like, that's a reasonable issue, where you're like, yeah. well, there's no reason it's coming from the ceiling above me, it's New York. Yeah. Like, maybe it's squirrels, whatever, there's dirt down here, something's going on with this hatch, mm-hmm. whatever. Or also, too, like... If it's New York, it's probably bro homes or something similar to that. Like maybe your neighbor can get on the roof and then get onto your roof. Yeah. Right. But he yeah. did draw a diagram of how that was impossible from the one side. I don't know what the other sides of the building are like. Yeah. But he opens the hatch and that shoe falls down. And I hate it's that. The old timey leather shoe. It's a children's <sighs> shoe. It's awful. My question here is: Does that mean like David was like he lived in the home? Maybe I don't know how you get into that weird like, hatch. Why? Yeah. Why? Unless it was re- like. Well, I would also guess that a lot of, like, the buildings that are now Brooklyn apartments used to be houses. Oh. Yeah, so maybe like, it was rehabbed. It's probably been rehabbed since mm-hmm. whenever David died, which, again, he should have fucking asked. Yeah. Yeah, ask anything else. <laughs> right? Just, like, ask something. What store? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What time period, even? If you could get it, like, a year, you can at least try to find. Right, and like, what kind of shoe are we talking about? Like, was David a newsie? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe his that. head was already like that, and the hat just covered it up. <laughs> right. These are good questions. These are better questions, I would say. Well, the other thing that was unsettling, so not only did the shoe fall down, but then his landlord came, and then when the landlord was like looking in the hatch thing, he couldn't like get all the way up there, but he had, I guess, a, a ladder to, to peek his head in. That marble fell out. Do you remember? Or like he handed him yeah, that marble. Yeah, a little kid. A little what kid is a shoe and a marble doing in that hatch? Yeah. And why does the landlord not care? Because he doesn't care, yeah. right? Isn't that? I mean, I don't know. I just moved and I left a bunch of shit in my room. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to move in and there's just a thing of apple cider vinegar in the closet. Nice. And they're just going to be like, oh no. This is... <laughs> By is this pee or is this apple cider vinegar? We don't know. Oh, I hope it's not pee. There'll be something wrong with my pee. <laughs> Different things would happen too. Remember when he saw what he thought was your David from the roof across from his window? Yes. That one was a little bit unsettling. He took a picture. That. that one was upsetting. He would get all these bad feelings. Cats were still going crazy. The cats were starting to act like there was somebody in the room, which yeah. was upsetting. This all took place from... August 2017 to January 2018. He went to Montana to visit his family, and he felt the presence of Dear David out in Montana and was trying to be like, you know, I understand there's, like, animals, they walk through, whatever. But then he took pictures because there was snow on the ground of those footsteps that led up to the window. Yep, hate that. Yeah, that was upsetting because I was like... Because he kept saying, like, he felt like he was being watched through this one window, mm-hmm. and he would look outside, and there wasn't really anything to bother him or anything to make sense of, until those footsteps showed up. And that was, like, I remember when I saw that, I was just like, Ugh. They well, look like little shoe prints. That's the thing that's so unbelievable about this story or whatever, is that there's so much physical evidence for this ghost. You know why there's only one set of footprints? <laughs> <laughs> Because that's what Jesus carried that's here, David. <laughs> but also, Jesus had tiny feet. The feet of a child. A lot of people don't know that. Jesus is like, this is a great prank, David. We're really getting them. 
David, it's cold in the snow. You don't have shoes anymore. I think like just a repercussion of growing up Catholic is whatever there's one set of footprints, I'm like, oh, well, that's what Jesus carried. Yeah, Yeah, obviously. Duh. Yeah. (laughs) So this is all escalating. The last time that Adam really posts anything significant is in January, but sometime between this time, December to January, there's the infamous pet camera bedroom photos. He moves the pet cam to his bedroom because I think he was having dreams about Dear David. He just felt uncomfortable and he just was curious. Don't be curious. Just fucking mind your own business, guy. You fucking move. You're a cartoonist (laughs) for BuzzFeed that was able to move to a new apartment upstairs just because? Yeah. Like, move somewhere else. Yep. Yep. All valid points. But he moves the pet camera to his bedroom. He sleeps. And the camera takes a series of photos, which I can describe as both the fakest things I've seen and also the most terrifying things I've seen. Because I'm like, this is fake, but what if it's not fake? Yeah, there's something about the story that even though most of my brain is saying it's fake, there's a little part of me that's like, this could totally be real. The other thing I think about ghost pictures especially is I think they're always going to look fake. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, you can't really rationalize it. Yeah. I mean, really what it looks like is it looks like Chucky without the hair is what it looks like. And there's these pictures that are taken while he's sleeping in his bed of this doll or this, like, child doll-looking thing. The weird part for me is when the picture of it looking up for no reason, and then also when it collapses, yeah. and then it's clo- it starts moving closer to him. There's one image of Dear David is a- hovering above him, and then it looks like it's slamming, like it's he's falling into Adam while Adam's sleeping. And then there's an image of what looks like an old man baby's head with an ear right near the camera. All of these images were like horrifying, but also like really intriguing and upsetting because the thing for me was... I don't keep my brightness on my phone on very high. Right. And so I was like, I don't really know what I'm looking at here. And then I turned my brightness up and I was like, holy fuck! Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh... Upsetting. The last big thing that happened was almost too good, I would say, which was he had posted that Instagram story of like being at brunch with his friend. And there's a moment in the Insta story where the video glitches and it was fine on his phone. But then when he posted into stories that there was like a glitch. And had you, do you remember this one with the eye? No. I don't remember this. Oh, I'm going to look it up now. Hold on. I'm looking at the other pictures and like David's outfit is so creepy. It's like a too big for him striped shirt. Is mm-hmm. he a newsie? He might be. Is he, he might mini be Freddy Krueger? And he stands like a weird little kid. Ugh. So it's this like image. I guess I can make it. <gasps> So it's like here, if you want to, let me make it smaller so you can see the scope of it. I just want to point out that the article next to it says Baggins Backlash, and it's a picture of Zach Baggins. I'm very (laughs) excited to know more about what's happening. So the Insta story looks like this in the glitch, and he takes a screenshot of it, and when you look closer, you see what I can only describe as like the superimposed image of maybe Dear David. Oh, as Adam's. I don't yeah. see nope. it. See, here's a different eye than Adam's eye. And then here's another eye that's like lower <gasps> because of the head crush. What the heck? Yeah. So this was on this Adam's on, story? Yeah, it was on... It was on... <laughs> 
It was in January. It was the last one when he was trying to like wrap it up. To me, I was like, well, this is a too perfect ending because it's like, well, Dear David, you know, possessed him. We saw the image. Do you remember the image of Dear David falling into him? And now weeks later, he's like, things are fine. I'm feeling better. Everything's great. And then there's this like too good moment of like what can only be symbolically Dear David and Adam Ellis have become one. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. So that like, is so scary though. I hate it, and it is one of those two good moments, but also... (laughs) But what if it's not? What if it is real? I just, I feel like all ghost stories have to be two good moments, you know? Yeah, it's one of those things that I'm really happy that he is, like, that Adam Ellis is still holding on. Like, I looked it up recently, and he's saying, like, no, this is all real. Yeah, he stands by it. But, oh my god. There's so much evidence. There's too much evidence for this story. Well, there's too much evidence, but in also consider that he's a cartoonist who worked for BuzzFeed. He knows how to use Photoshop. That's something yeah. that I kept thinking about. And he knows how to make things go viral. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was also thinking about how I worked at a college, at an art school, and one of the students, because we teach them Photoshop in their first semester, <laughs> Photoshop my signature <laughs> What? <laughs> a letter to their parents that they were doing great. Are you <laughs> but they wrote the letter so badly. <laughs> wow. That when the when the dean read it back to the student and the dad was sitting there, they're like, Do you think that Alyssa Truskowski would call your instructors like Miss Teacher and things like that? Oh no. Miss Teacher. Well it was actually like Miss, for example, like Miss Casey, like She's that's, doing so great in Miss Casey's class. That's not how you, yeah. yeah. That's not how I would write about, like, a teacher. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's also, a great story. Professor in college. Yeah. It's professor. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, the point is that artists know how to use Photoshop. That's the other thing I think right. about. I also kind of going back to my theory that David is, like, more of a demon or a poltergeist than a normal run-of-the-mill ghost. Mm-hmm. I feel like David's kind of gaslighting him. Yeah. yeah. And, like, creating yeah. all of these moments where people are like, oh, well, that's too convenient. Because I do also feel like if David was a ghost, then Adam would have to have some... I mean, you could argue that he has some culpability in it because he's sharing it with other people and it's feeding into that. But if Adam wasn't really open to having communications with David, there would probably be some point that that could be cut off sooner than all the things we saw unfold but he kind of wants it because he's posting so much on twitter like it's almost like he's he's welcoming it more than he realized by doing that i would say that most of the time when i saw the posts they were usually like reflecting on something that happened a day or two before Mm -hmm. so that also makes me feel like well did he construct that or is this kind of genuine because it was like i need to process this i can't he wasn't just, like, posting in real time, like, this is what's happening yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, if I was being haunted, I would absolutely be live-tweeting it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my big thing, and it's for every ghost story, and it's my favorite part of ghost stories that is lacking in this one, is there's no, there's no, like, actual, like, history to go with it. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if Adam could have found any, like, relevant, like, child dying I know that's sad but like any relevant child named David Don any like D name within the radius that he lives or even just checking like the building's history and seeing what it could have been just anything to like confirm that this 
Because that stuff you can't fake. Right. You can't fake, like, documents from the 1800s. You can't fake them, but also you could see a document like that and be like, I'm going to tell a tale based on this. True. That's true. Like, Adam could have just very well looked and been like, oh, that's sad. A boy died here in the 1800s. Let's make a story. But, I don't know. I have an idea of what some parts of New York were like in the Industrial Revolution, because I was, no. (laughs) But, like, just from, like, you know, having to study it in school. And And the Disney movie Newsies, obviously. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm not letting this theory go. The documentary Newsies. (laughs) Documentary. So, just having a sense of that, though, like, I feel like that's a time where we wouldn't have that kind of documentation. That would have been a family uh, matter. Like, what yeah. if he was just injured and then he was taken to a doctor? The doctor comes to the house. The uh, doctor pronounces him dead. What if he was an immigrant and we weren't keeping right. records? Right. Of, like, those types of families. Because there was also really things funny. like the, um, the, what's it called? The waste coat. Oh, yeah. yeah. The factory fire yeah. that everyone died in. Yeah. That I don't think they have good records of who died in it. Right. Yeah. It was just a different time. Yeah. I feel less upset about there's not hard evidence in historical records because I do feel like depending on when he died that could have been handled as a family matter not as a police investigation right not with a certificate of death right um that kind of thing right especially like I don't know especially Brooklyn at that time was like very largely an immigrant community and like not affluent so I don't think a child dying there would like make the papers would be a big deal yeah. Exactly. And it could have even just been, even if there was a, a formal certificate of death, it could have just been, like, trauma or accident. Like, we don't know. Right, right. And not to make too big of an assumption, but depending on when David died, like, isn't Brooklyn a large Jewish community? How many kids were named David? Right. Yeah. Right, right. Right? So, the couple things that I found interesting when I was doing the research for us to talk about today was that we all know, we know, that Adam got a movie deal. He did. Yes. Yeah, he did. He announced it in November of 2018. So August 2017 to January 2018, about six months this goes on. And then he's just posting his car- his comics. He's just living his life. And then in November, they announced the movie. Right. Suspect. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. all, again, it just goes back to it all seems too good to be true. He's talented. It's not like he's like some... Joe Schmo that doesn't know how to use technology or, you know. It is, but at the same time, so many people have gotten, like, TV shows or, like, book or movie deals mm-hmm. off of Twitter accounts. There's Instagram influencers that yeah. write books. Yeah. It's interesting you go that route because I was thinking about how many people have horrible stories in their life and they get a book deal. Maybe they don't write it. Maybe they have a ghost writer. (laughs) The most recent side stories from last podcast, they were talking about the kids, the 13 kids who were abused and they're like, we'll probably get a book deal out of it. And I was like, yeah, that's usually how we end up knowing about these things is like people make deals with. Yeah. I'm watching that Gypsy Rose Blanchard show on Hulu, like right now. Leah Remini with Scientology. Yeah, Leah Remini is, like, my fucking hero. She's amazing. She was, like, a C-list celebrity that escaped this cult and was like, you know what I'm going to fucking do? I'm going to go on Dancing with the Stars and become a B-list celebrity. Yeah. And then I'm going to take you down. Yeah. Wow. Like, I'm going to use the limited power I have. <laughs> wow. And donate all of my time. I'm going to dance to Katy Perry's roar. <laughs> and it's going to be about Scientology. I love it. Um, One of the things I read, though, and we'll put this in the 
show notes when they announced the movie deal was that there was a rights battle between BuzzFeed and Adam Ellis because Adam left his job at BuzzFeed in January 2018, right when the Dear David stuff kind of ended for him. And BuzzFeed was saying, well, you created this during the time that you were here. We own this story. Wow. BuzzFeed's a shitty company. Yeah, they can <laughs> screw right the fuck off. Yeah. Well, it ended up a semi-happy story because actually, I think Adam, from the article that I read, Adam and BuzzFeed partnered together to get a really great producer. So the movie itself should be done pretty well. So that part was leveraged, but that does make me feel even more like this probably isn't real, even though he still maintains that it it is real. BuzzFeed posts news, like real stuff, though. They're not like... Yeah. Didn't BuzzFeed break the Steel Dossier story? Yeah, they do have BuzzFeed news. But they also write, like, sites like Bustle and other things like that, summaries of things that are actually popular elsewhere on the internet. Right, right. So them breaking his story while he was there, I mean, he did it himself through Twitter. That's where it was shared. And then they did put together some articles to, you know, draw more attention to the story or be like, hey, you know that cartoonist that we have? He works for BuzzFeed. Don't forget. Come, you know, see this here. It's weird, right? But I think if any one of us met Adam and he told this to us now – it's easy him as a public figure for us to be kind of shitting on. Like, is this real? But I don't think we're shitting on him either. (laughs) Well, that's also like, if you look at other things, like I need to watch more horror movies, (laughs) the Amityville horror house where like part of it is fake, but then also did this family like really spend almost a million dollars like for a gag? Yeah. 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 Or like the watcher house. The Watcher House freaks me the fuck out. Yeah, the Watcher House. But also, is... I want to buy it. <laughs> okay, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah. No. But that's Dear David. I mean, I'm definitely going to see the movie when it comes oh, out. I'm going to see it, regretfully. I will probably see it when it comes out on Netflix so that I can watch it on a small screen <laughs> that I can pause and have all the lights on. Good point. Yeah. All right. What's your movie watching style for scary movies? I only watch real shit that happened. <laughs> Okay. I don't watch fictional horror movies. Really? Yeah, I hate horror movies, but I like binge watch 2020 murder documentaries. Like, it's my job. And so you could get, you get on board with like the movies that are retellings of real stories? Yes, but like I have to watch them at home. Okay. Like I can't go to a theater and do it. I've started taking anti-anxiety medicine before (laughs) I see scary movies because I do kind of hold all those emotions in Uh and then it drives me into a panic attack, even if it's not that scary of a movie, but just the suspense right. of it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The anticipation of the scare. Yeah. I'm a big fan of, like, spooky, interesting, thought-provoking. I don't like gory movies unless there's a point. Oh, mm-hmm. I really... I don't like gore. Yeah, I can't. If there's no... If it's just... If that's the whole movie, that's the scare of it, I can't do it. I can't do Saw. I can't do Hostel. Hostel made me cry. Like, I... <laughs> I can do like Thirteen Ghosts or what is that Haunting on Hill House? Haunting on Hill House, yeah. Because there's so much interesting, and that's gory, but at least there's like a point, you know. So I didn't watch that because when I was searching for it on Netflix, I found this other show which nice. I think was just called Haunted, and it was one of those oh, like ghost reenactment shows. I watched that show, yeah. except it had the best twist of all time in that instead of the person telling the story just being in a confessional. 
they had to tell their friends and family. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So their friends and family were also sitting around like, what are you they talking about? It's like out. intervention yeah. and, oh, yeah, twist. It's great. Someone fucks a ghost. Yep. Someone's dad was a serial killer. Like, that I wasn't even a ghost story. Okay, this is another podcast, but I'm going on the record saying that was the fakest. If it's not fake, that whole family has to be arrested. Because the, the son moved in and was like, yeah, I just threw out all of the trinkets. Their dad was a serial killer. Yeah, that's destruction people. of evidence. They said, yeah. they said, we know there's bodies on the property. We just don't go to those places. I'm like, get the cops to those places. Wait, we'll get them out. Now that you've told everybody on Netflix, yeah, now the you, cops are going to show up there. You threw out all of that evidence. I freaked. That episode made me so mad. Yeah, that was I had to go on upsetting. Reddit immediately. <laughs> because I, I was Imagine just, being so mad you have to go on Reddit. No, I never, and I don't do the Reddit thing. I don't even have Did account. you register for an account for it? No. Just I, you can't, no, I just read and I felt so good because everyone else was also like, this needs to be fake because how could you? Like, yeah. wasn't that crazy to you? That yeah. Sounds, no, like, like, a million, I, like, red flag. I was like. Right. I don't understand why they It is good, though. You should watch it. Why they didn't do anything. It was weird. We should it follow was, up and see if they did anything. Maybe, maybe oh, there's maybe. an action sense. Yeah, it was a sad story, and I felt for that family until they said that. Then I was like, "You could have, you could have done right by all those people that your dad." Heard. You know what's a good model for that? And this is going to be a long one. This episode, which is totally fine. The Jinx. The Jinx. Do you remember watching the Jinx oh, when it came out? God, I the Jinx. it's true crime. It's not paranormal. It's okay. fuck. So, you need to watch the Jinx. Yeah. It's on HBO. Okay, it's very good. It's very good. Oh my god. We can spoil it. You can. I. Yeah. I feel like I've heard the ending to this before. It's the one where they like leave him. Like they oh yeah, the guy Mike, and he admits to it in the and bathroom. And he like admits to it in the bathroom. Yeah, I to himself. Them all. To himself. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, oh, the burping. Ew, he was like burping. He had so anxiety what happened is oh. somebody murdered his best friend and sent a letter to the LAPD with her address on it. That's where the body was. Except they spelled Beverly the wrong way. And then Robert Durst, this mo- this dumb motherfucker, asks yeah. to have, like, he approaches a filmmaker to make a documentary about him, and they interview his friend's Why? son. Why? Why do they do that? Because he's insane. Okay. He's a, megalo- uh, not a megalomaniac, he's a narcissist. Yeah, he's okay. out of his mind. But they interview his friend's son, so naturally, like, the son starts going through all these old documents and finds an old letter that Robert Durst wrote to her with her address on it. Beverly spelled incorrectly the same way. Isn't the handwriting also the same? And the handwriting's the same. So they, use your left hand, man. Yeah. The last Dude, episode. Don't send the letter. They show the two letters side by side, wow. and he's like, "Well, I didn't send the other one." And the host of the documentary is like, "Well, which one did you send then?" And he just Smart. he starts uncontrollably burping. Really? Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, and then he's like, "Excuse me, I have to go to the bathroom." Doesn't turn his mic off. Doesn't take it off. Talks to himself in the mirror. I killed them all. Don't. Okay. All right, Robert Dirt. Whatever. There's only like multiple other times before where he just keeps talking and like doesn't realize that his mic is still on. Really? Like it keeps happening. This happens all <laughs> That's like me. I send the wrong text to the wrong person every day. <laughs> every single day. I have to be like, oops, that wasn't for you. Sorry. Yep. Me too. Murdered them all. I was trying to text Dan drunk once and I texted Seamus. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> It was so embarrassing. It was Great. 
devastating. You nearly died of embarrassment. Yeah, so I get, I feel Robert Durst on that one. It's, it's easy to do. He murdered people. No, not the murder. The like also allegedly like a bunch people. more people. A bunch yes. more. There's a bunch of cold cases that they're like, oh, this could be Raptors. Yeah, he's all tied to them. It's all people Holy that he knew. Crap. Similar crazy. like Mo, right? Or similar. Some of the things are similar. So they, I think they only have one body. So I'm not. Or no, because they have the body that he cut up. That yeah, they were. This oh. man cut up. He cut up his neighbor, and then wait, didn't he? He went to court and claimed self defense. For cutting up his neighbor? He also dressed as a woman. He was super Yeah, that was his right? big disguise. Was, is, right, yeah, his disguise was like... Was that he he dressed like a, a woman. Is this the one who got caught because he robbed a sandwich? A Wegmans. a Wegmans. He went to Wegmans. And he had money and, and he just robbed. He had like $10,000 in his car and he went to Wegmans and he stole a chicken salad hoagie. Yeah, he's crazy. He's an insane person. They also did a movie about him with Ryan Gosling. Right, and it was the director of that movie who yes. he approached to make the documentary. Yes. Oh. Because this dude said something kind of like, something that I don't think he thought was true, but that he said for press purposes. He said something like, I wanted to make a movie that would make like the real Robert Durst have an emotional reaction. And then Robert Durst was like, this man, he gets me. He likes me. Yeah. <laughs> Where like, I think, I don't think that the filmmaker... Jared Zarecki? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. I don't think he genuinely thought that. I think he just said it to generate buzz. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that, to just tie this back to Dear David, though. <laughs> thank oh, God. We've I got was like, oh. Well, it's not even Dear David. We were talking about The Haunted on Netflix. One of the things that's interesting about The Jinx is that they did the model where they did partner with the police. So, yeah, it was a little bit like, we're going to show the last episode. But they had already shown the police the evidence. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, so... Because they found it, like, in post-production. They found it, like, a few weeks before it aired. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then they went back and, like, to do the follow-up interview. That's what happened, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. And he, like, got arrested, like, the day before the final episode aired. Really? Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. This actually didn't tie back to Dear David at all. It didn't. I thought you were going to... It tied back to The Haunted. Yeah, they should have... Yeah, whatever. (laughs) But, I mean, we were talking about our scary movie watching styles, and I, I do find that things that are true or based on a true story definitely hit me in a different way that, than yes. other stories. Yes. I think yeah. they, like, just, like, trigger my imagination less so I can, like, handle it. Oh, mm. that's interesting. That's different for, I'm worse. Yeah. Yeah. If it's real, I'm like, that thing, now that I have thought of it and knows it exists, it has a path to me. Listen, I'm just saying you're two halves of the same Megan. <laughs> I think if you could just become one, we'd be. Well, that's famous. like, like, I'm not afraid of Robert Durst because I can Google him and know where he is at any time. Yeah. But you're afraid of the watcher. Yes, no. Uh, he's just watching that one house. As long as I don't live there, I'm good. <laughs> All right, it is time for the game, and today we're playing Would You Rather? Yay! Anna, Megan, you want to kick it off? Yes. So my Would You Rather is Would You Rather Have a Full Conversation with Dear David or Robert Durst? Ooh. (sighs) Would you have to say Dear David before every sentence? I mean, I think you have to obey his rules. Oh, no. Like, I think. So it's just two sentences? I want a full... Or, no, I guess you could have a conversation where you're just talking and not asking questions. Yes. Good point. But what I I ask a lot, I say a lot of statements in the form of a question, so I feel like I would immediately break this rule. 
Yeah. I, I, can I, I think I know. Go ahead. I think I, and this is because I'm an, also a megalomaniac, is I think I would pick Dear David because I'd be totally fine talking about me to Dear David for hours. <laughs> like, no <laughs> questions. Like, Robert Durst, I feel like I'd have to compete the whole time. Like, he would try to talk over me about his life. Mm-hmm. But, like, Dear David, I could just, like, man, you're a really good listener, David. This has been really helpful for me, and I appreciate this is cheaper than therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I would just talk to him. I think I'm the opposite, where I'm, like, more of a listener than a talker yeah. in conversations. So, like, tell me everything, Robert Durst. <laughs> <laughs> Slip up and confess more murders to me. <laughs> this is a very practical answer, because I do feel like I've met older people specifically who I'm just like, you're Robert Durst who probably hasn't murdered anybody the way <laughs> yeah. that you talk and ramble and think about yeah. yourself. Yeah, But I, I think that having a conversation with Dear David would mean that I got to touch the paranormal, which as, as you know, Meg, I'm like, I want to be there touching the paranormal. Right. Yeah, for sure. That's yes. fair. It's a lot more, it would be a lot more exciting to talk to Dear David. Plus, we have come up with 20 other better questions that we could ask than Adam Ellis. It'd be like a goddamn interrogation. I'd be like, <laughs> slam my notebook. All right, David, we don't have time to talk. I genuinely think David's a demon. Oh, I hate, I hate when we bring up demons on the show. It makes me so nervous. We bring up demons every week. All the time. Because they're everywhere. Yeah. 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 I'm afraid of basements and I staged my whole new house. Um, and my roommates turned our basement into a rehearsal space because they're like cool. both actors. And I won't go in it. So I didn't stage the basement. So my Is basement. Is your laundry in the basement? or No, it's upstairs. Oh, nice. nice. Oh, nice. I oh, love those like, houses that have upstairs laundry. It's on the main floor. So nice. Yeah. Not to go to the basement. Awesome. Oh, I'm, I'm thrilled because I'm never going to go with that basement. The other part, too, is, like, I do feel like staging is a little bit like gentrification. Like, you need some place for these spirits to go in this building. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Send them to the basement. Yeah. yeah. They'll be fine. Yeah. They'll stay there. The next question's for me. Going back to The Haunting on Netflix, which I have not seen, hmm. would you rather have a serial killer as a parent or as a child? Ooh. Parent. Ooh. Because if it was a child, I would feel like it was my fault. Like, I raised you to do this. Uh, I think child, only because I don't want to feel the wrath of my serial killer parent. I also, I feel like more serial killers kill their parents than kill their children. Ugh. Some of the serial killers are very nice to their families. Because yeah. they do their, like, their oh, deeds outside of. Yeah. Not everyone. So there are some terrible ones that, you know. But there's, like, BTK's daughter, I think, is writing a book about... Oh, yeah. I just listened to a podcast about him and how he was, like, a priest. Like Yeah, he was, like, priest, really active in his church. And Yeah. What was the guy who had uh, the basement with the salt and the vaginas? Uh, Are what? you talking about um, the, the guy that, like, disembodied people? Yeah, and it was in the basement. I know. And then the family was, like, upstairs. And, the, like, the family was just, like... Unbeknownst to them, in the basement, it was just, like, the well, Dexter... Can you explain vaginas? Because you just said... Yeah, I thought... It, I was thinking of um, Ed Gein, but that's not Ed Gein. Ed Gein lives, like, by himself. And, like, yeah, made, like that's lamps right. out of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh there's... God, there's um, I forget what serial killer is, but basically... He was trying to figure out how to, like, preserve some body parts, but also get rid of some. He had the ear... Like, mm-hmm. he had an ear, but then he had some part of the female anatomy, from what I had heard also on a podcast it was like a vagina that he put in like a like it was in salt or something so that it would be like dry <laughs> i don't know yeah 
I'll, I'll look it up. I'll put it in the It'll show notes. Okay. Show notes. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to podcast my own just so I can keep saying, put it in the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That should be the name of your podcast. Yeah. Put it in the show notes. Yeah. It'll just be me not being able to remember what I'm talking about. <laughs> also, it's a blog. <laughs> There's no audio recording. It's just <laughs> you writing a blog. <laughs> but yeah, serial killer as parents or as your kid. The other thing, too, is I feel like this question has to make some kind of assumption. Like, is the chi- are they a child when they are serial murdering? Or are they themselves, you know, a young adult or a full right, adult? Right, right. Like, they could be a serial killer kid and not real. Because most serial killers don't start until they're at least teenagers. Yeah. But, like, they'll start with other shit early. Like, yeah. they'll, like, kill animals and stuff. Yeah. There was also, when, like, Ted Bundy was a kid, there was, like, a girl that went missing in his neighborhood that it was, like, never solved. But people think that she might have been his Ted first. Bundy's, like, first victim when he was, like, 12. Jeez. Yeah, I still think kid. I feel like I could get the, like, I could kill them or something. I feel like parents is tougher. Have you ever seen the movie or read the book, We Need to Talk About Kevin? I've seen the movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there is, like, this thing that happens where it's, like, written, it's written from the mom's perspective. I think so. It's a true thing? It's true? No. I don't think, I don't think it's true. Okay. Basically, this kid kills a bunch of his classmates, right? And so it's about... All the weird things and how terrible he was, like growing like a up. School shooting or something. Yeah, basically, okay. it was with arrows. Yeah. <gasps> oh. Yeah. God. Dewey uh, Dewey Cox was the dad in it in the okay. movie version. I never saw the movie, but I read the book. So there's like this thing with like a mother's unconditional love, and so as a parent, I feel like there's probably some element of that where even though they could be the worst living human person and cause that suffering there's a part where, like, you still want to recognize the humanity in that. Right. And I do feel like, I feel like I would prefer having a serial killer child. I feel like parent having a parent serial killer must be so much easier, because, like, even right now, like, my dad's not dead, but he's dead to me, so, like, I can just do that. Yeah. I can just erase him from my life, and, like, it, it's fine. Flip yeah. that switch, yeah. 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 I... Recognize that the feeling of like, did I do this to my kid? But a lot of serial killers have some kind of traumatic injury that helps like create yes. brain yeah. problems. I'm just like, well, maybe he should have been wearing a helmet when he was skateboarding. I definitely told him to. Yeah, that's yeah. not my fault. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, the Night Stalker had a, he like fell out of a tree. Mm-hmm. The guy that became the vampire of Sacramento, whose name I always forget. Yep, that's yep. a wild story if you've never looked into it. Yep. He had a bad brain injury. I mean, you can just let your kids play football, and then who knows? Yeah. Isn't really that, wasn't there a guy, Hernandez? Yeah. Something? And he, like, killed his whole family or some shit? There's been after, a couple of people who've, yeah. For sure. After, yeah. like, having traumatic football injuries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Football's bad. We did bring this up on a previous podcast yeah, also. We have yeah, yeah we shouldn't let people do that. Yeah, no, I think about it all the time about how one day as a society we're all just going to be like, we're done. Oh, I think we're going to look back on that like the way we look back now on... The gladiators? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we costume. let people fucking do that? That's insane. I used to play roller derby, so I'm a little sympathetic. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next question. All right. Would you rather be possessed by Dear David... Or an ex. Yikes. I have one ex who is very into fitness. <laughs> he, works out. he works out like every day. Aww. And if he wanted to possess me and take my ass to the gym, I'd be okay with it. But you don't get to pick which ex. 
So it could be like it could be one you prefer or one you don't prefer. If I so if I gotta pick the ex, Dear David is a demon in this question. Yes. Yeah, but so are some of my exes. So are the exes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeesh. We need better. We need to date better. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like we are now. (laughs) I feel my exes would be real into possessing my body and just like do the work on me. Really? Yeah. Sexy time. Oh, do the self sexy time. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm also, I'm trying to, like, go back through my exes, and I feel like there's actually only, like, even going all the way back to, like, high school, Mm -hmm. there's only, like, two that are full-on disasters. Mm. So I think I'd roll the dice. Yeah. Statistics. Wow. Yeah, like, most of them have, like, stable jobs and income. Some of them have master's degrees and shit. help in some way. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. What about you? Would you, would you oh, yeah, no, ex? I just said. My exes, they're, all of them are generally fine. They're fine. Yeah. They'd give me that love that, no. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, I don't want to be possessed by this demon by newsy. Demon, yeah. Newsy. It's a toss-up for me. <laughs> I mean, it's the same. I've had a few really great exes that we still talk, and it's fine. But then I have other exes that were just yucky, and... I, one, they probably wouldn't even want to possess me. <laughs> like, we burned the bridge so bad. Like, they'd be like, I can do what? Nope. Nope. I'm good. I'm yeah. just gonna... <laughs> Thank you, demon, that proposed mm-hmm. this idea, but I'm good. You don't think they'd try to, like, wreck your life or anything? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know if they would try to wreck my life. I have, like, one shitty weed dealer ex. Like, I, I don't want that. Yeah. He's a mess. And I have, like, one who, like, became super Zionist and moved to Israel. And, wow. like, I'm not into that either. Yeah. So as long as I don't get one of those two, yeah. I think I'm good. Final answer, Meg. Yeah, I think I'd pick Dear David. <laughs> Damn. I know. And you hate demons. I don't like demons. I don't like them, but I think I've... I just... I think that, like, at least with Dear David, I could... I would just be like, at least we didn't date before. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I have good exes. I do, but I... You don't want to roll the dice. I don't want to roll the dice because I just don't. Yeah, I think the odds are in my favor. Yeah? Yeah, the odds are in my favor. All of mine are fine. Wow. I'm a serial dater, though, so I only have, like, three real relationships that were Mm long-term, and all of them are, they're fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm making this sound way more serious than it was. Most of my exes are cool. I just had one, like, one of my first exes, like, in high school was, like, just a jerk face mm. and like even just the chance that like he could oh no we're not doing that that's fair yeah, yeah. did this get sad i'm sorry no, it's okay. <laughs> it did, got I, weird i have more would you rather okay yeah, let's yeah, do let's, it let's one do more it. would you rather be one of the journalists that got fired from buzzfeed or be a turn of the century newsy <laughs> So the journals that were fired, are you talking about when they published that one article and it couldn't be verified? Or, no, or just in general? The you concept? know how like BuzzFeed just laid off their like entire journalist staff? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they laid off like everybody. Wow. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, or a turn of the century newsy. Yes. Yeah, I know my answer immediately. Is it the newsy? No, it's a laid off <laughs> BuzzFeed staffer. <laughs> The economy apparently is doing great. I mean, they'll find it. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> the idea of being like, okay, well, we can live in a time where people still suffer from 
uh, polio, not by the choice to not get vaccinated, but because <laughs> right. there's not access. polio at any time. I yeah. know, but I've gotten the vaccine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I have, but I genuinely don't know if vaccines are like 100%. I mean, that's fine. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. Sure. But you could also just get revaccinated and still roll the dice and have a better chance than being a turn of the century newsie of not dying from polio. So what does that necessarily mean? That means you die from polio? You just, like, are you, are you like, when you get polio? I'm just saying, like, healthcare, while a flawed system, has come a long way since the turn of the century. Since the turn of and the I really like the things like drinking century. clean water and right. not getting trampled on by a horse. Yeah. And, like, yeah. not living in, like, a tenement house. Right. Don't want yeah, that. Yeah, it's actually way easier now that you're laying that all out. I would also Versus a BuzzFeed journalist, you've got a good resume at that point. You had to get that job, do and you? then you had that job. Do you? <laughs> now you do. BuzzFeed's cool. Yeah, I would go BuzzFeed, too. I think everyone realizes, like, when you watch, like, those old movies, and they're, like, queens and stuff, just goofing off, like... You know you're not that person. Like, I know I'm going to be the person serving their food and... Cleaning the chamber pot. Yeah. So, like, I, I would never... Yeah, I think I'd stay where I am. Yeah, but I think I would, like... If, like, we're in, like, Downton Abbey times, I would be, like, the head bitch maid. <laughs> yeah. That'd be You cool. gotta work your way up. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, I just feel like... Well, number one, let's also assume I'm still Asian in this... <laughs> in this uh, supposition. That does change things. That's it does, right? right? Like, then I'd be yeah. like, I'm pretty sure I'd be running an opium den. Ooh. I'd come to your opium den. I would too. Yeah. That sounds yeah. fun. Turn of century newsie my all the way to opium. My newsie ass would come to your opium <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. And that has been Real Chills. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for being here, Megan. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, where can our listeners find you? Uh, on June 7th, I am producing Over the Rainbow, which is a queer comedy showcase at the Philly Improv Theater. It's happening all night, show up. Um, and you can also catch me the second and fourth Thursday of every month hosting Quizzo at Current Brew and Brew cool. in Fishtown. <laughs> nice, nice. Cool. And follow me on Twitter at Megan is Sleepy, and you can see updates there. Awesome. Nice. On the 7th, I also have something going on. Mm-hmm. I will be running Comedy for Gentlemen at the Republican. Fun. Yeah. It's a fun show. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. And uh, on the 9th, which is a Sunday at Punchline, Jake Matera and I will be having our show Time Flies, which is super fun. It's a time machine show. It gets really, really wild. So that'll be at 8 p.m. And you can get tickets for that at punchlinephilly.com. Nice. All right. Well, thanks for being here. Yeah. yeah thanks. thanks for having me. Great. Yeah. Find us at the places you get podcasts. Visit our website to check out more show notes at realchillspodcast.com. Special thanks to Libby Rindell for doing our show artwork. Audio help by Sam Williamson. Follow us on Instagram at realchillspodcast. Got a spooky story of your own? Maybe not your story. It could even be the one about that time your mom's friend's friend found a haunted diary at the bottom of a well. We want them all. Visit our webpage at realchillspodcast.com slash submit and tell us more. It's like this Malgoth ass cross, and he's just like, I bought this to protect myself he from makes the me demons. Laugh so hard. He's, he's they so went to Mexico, funny. and they were telling the one guy what to say, and he's like, What am I saying? He's like, You're being nice, you're being nice. And really, it's like, Come get me, motherfucker, you dumb ghost. Like in Spanish, it was so funny. Wow. wow.